here we go. We're going to dive in today. Uh, last night was a historic night. Uh, everybody knows the Jeezy versus Gucci versus battle took place. And social media has been going crazy the last 24 hours. The memes have been hilarious. And I got Chris on the line with me tonight. And we're going we gonna to talk about this. What's going on, C? What's going on with you, man? Thanks for having me tonight, man. Uh, thanks for my third time on here now. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Wait a minute. So for this episode, like I said, I had a lot of things lined up, had different people I wanted to do it with. But by being short notice and I'm wanting to get it out tonight while the conversations are still fresh, uh, everything didn't go the way I wanted it to. So me and C going to chop it up. But first of all, before I get started on my perspective, overall, what do you what do you think about what happened last night? I mean, first and foremost, I said just as a fan of music, it was uh, definitely great to see. Uh, I guess for me, it's more so about, cause, you know, I guess like with me and with your cousin uh, Charles, just when it comes down to music, understanding how music is made and how it kind of generates and where it starts from, I guess, originates from or whatnot as far as in Atlanta. I don't know. I'm kind of biased with it. You know, I, have, I, I understand, you know people who support Jeezy, but I also understand people who supported Gucci Mango too. Definitely, definitely. And before we even dive in on that, I'm going to lay my groundwork because at the end of the day, I consider myself a big Gucci fan. Like, I've been there from day one. From day one. And a lot of those tracks and stuff that he was playing I was reading the comments and a lot of people was like, man, what is that? I've never heard it. <laughs> so and from their perspective, in my opinion, that automatically disqualified him because right. they couldn't identify or recognize some of the songs that he was putting out there. But for somebody like myself, I knew the impact that those tracks had, especially in Atlanta mm-hmm. and like I said, I listened to 21 Savage and all of that. So him going live and stuff last night, like listening to their responses and how they was responding to Gucci's records and stuff like that. Like that shows you the impact, the influence that Gucci had. Mm-hmm. But I feel like people dismissed that because it wasn't a, a mainstream hit per se. Right. Right. And that's, that's one of the things I can definitely say about just both of us anyway in general when it comes to music is that we both kind of do enjoy the underground music before it becomes mainstream. So we have a better understanding when it comes to certain situations like last night. And when you look at Gucci, man, it's like, OK, you know, I mean, and correct me if I'm wrong, but he had an intro, too. Right. Like he came with a whole new intro. Right. To start off. That intro was actually a, a song that's old. Uh, oh, okay, okay, I, know I can't remember what uh tape it was from, but uh he de- that's been out. Like that's been out like oh wow probably yeah, ten plus that. years. Yeah, definitely. So that's what I'm saying. Everything that he put out there, I've heard before. So I, I was familiar with what was going on. And I'll say this real quick because I'm gonna give credit to Mace. Mace is the one who put me on Jeezy. We was already in college. I had no idea who dude was. And So Icy had already came out, but I've always recognized that as Gucci song. You know what I'm saying? Right. 
I really I didn't know who who the Jeezy part was. You know what I'm saying? Like he he was not a familiar face to me. And then that's when uh, I want to say Trapper Die was that his first mixtape? Do you know? Yeah, Trapper Die. I, I believe so. So Mace, we was in the dorm room. I'll never forget that I was in his room. Mace put me on that, and then it felt like out of nowhere he just took off. Like he just went crazy. And every party we went to, any club, any anything, we started hearing Jeezy. So I didn't walk into that battle being against Jeezy because I've always listened to him from back in the day. That took me back to college. Right. But in my opinion, I like Gucci's music better. Yeah. I mean, going back to college, one of the first songs, man, I guess the main song I can think of when it comes to Gucci, man, is Shirt Off. That's like for me, that was college. <laughs> you know, take my shirt off and all, you know. Right. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, and even you can dig deeper even before that. And that's why I tell people it's like Gucci's catalog is insane, especially when it comes to the mixtape world, because it was getting to the point to where, man, he was just going in there, throwing out ignorant stuff. But the beats and stuff was cold to where I still would listen to it. And that's when he was right. heavy on drugs and sipping and all that. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. a lot of people just look at it as foolish music. But then as time progressed and he went through all his little battles and court and all of that, all the allegations. But then that's where you walk a flock of. That's the first time I ever heard of Nicki Minaj. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's here's the thing. Because like you, like you do know that Walker's mom used to be his manager, right? Right. Okay. Definitely. And it's like that's the part where going into the battle, I was telling my peoples from back home, I was like, in my opinion, Gucci is the better success story because. He was around back in 03, 05, or whatever, but he's found a way to remain relevant through it all. And he done came out on the other side, a whole different person, but his sound is still the same. Same, right. And on top of that, he has ties to a lot of young talent. Rich Homie Kwan, Young Thug, and this and that. Like, he's a pioneer in Atlanta. And I'm not even from Atlanta, and I know that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like, if you walked into that battle last night thinking that Gucci was going to go hit for hit with Jeezy, then you you shouldn't even turn it on. Right. And that's the part that I want to talk about, because I feel like with Def Jam behind Jeezy, that was a huge impact in terms of marketing and being able to put his face out there for the world to see hell he was on 106 in park and rap city and it's you know what i'm saying like his face was out there where gucci mm-hmm. was just bubbling underground even with the even with the so icy song the first time i heard so icy is when it was on 106 in park a long time ago and they actually booed it so oh wow see i don't remember that yeah, I remember because it used to be my, you know, 106 and 4 again, tune in on Friday, watch Catch Freestyle Friday. So it's it's one of those things, like you said, with Jeezy, the first time I've heard of Jeezy pretty much was when I think he was with uh, Bad Boy South, when he was with uh, Boys in Hood. You know, him, Jody Breeze. I don't even know the other two, and they have, you know. Ain't neither one of them important because I don't remember their name either. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. 
Right. And that's what I'm saying. Look, and you know what? I'm 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 glad you touched on that too because he was a part of Bad Boy South. So now in that video, I remember that video, you know what I'm saying? Like you got Diddy on the front of that. Right. So that plays a part as well. And that's why I was like, you know, a lot of people was like, man, he went platinum. He got more platinum hits. He's got platinum this. And even last night, I'm I'm platinum in the streets. I'm this and I'm like, you were bound to be platinum because during that time period, you had to still physically go out and buy records like iPods and stuff like that was just now coming on the scene. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody didn't have a iPod because I, I bought the first uh, I bought 101. I still had a CD here. Matter of fact, like I had to physically purchase that. And I would be lying to you if I said that 101 was not fire. Right. But before we dive into the actual battle itself, I want to put my disclaimer out there as to why I'm somewhat biased when it comes to Jeezy was because when I was introduced to him, they was all wearing the black and that's when you start hearing about BMF. Right. And we all done seen the documentaries and stuff like that. So they were putting on this image or this lifestyle and broadcasting it to the world. And to my understandings, Jeezy was the the front guy. He was the face of it. And they was able to use the music scene to do whatever they was doing behind the scene. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, understandable. And then once all the investigations began and indictments and stuff start rolling out and people's names start getting hot, I feel like that's when he distanced himself and separated from it. And I feel like his whole image and persona and everything changed. Like the whole music content changed. But by then he was already famous so he could get away with it. Right. And I don't know how familiar you are with the behind the scenes of BMF members uh, challenging him and going at him verbally and this and that. They even got uh, Big Meech on the phone saying some different things about how once everything went down, he changed his phone number or he act like he didn't know him and stuff like that. And I'm saying to myself, I'm like, wait a minute, bro. Like <laughs> you just made millions and millions of dollars Still in the image. playing this role. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Like this is, this is your image. And now when it's time to, I mean, at, damn, at least put some on your man's books. They was trying to say that they was mad because he wouldn't help with the lawyer fees or uh, paying for the appeal process and all of that. And I'm saying, I'm like, if this was your man's and y'all been together from day one and y'all been in the trenches doing what y'all do, then the least you could do is help your peoples out, right? Yeah. Ain't that part of the code, quote unquote? <laughs> well, well, you know, we're probably, I, I don't live a part of that code. Like, <laughs> really that. You, you and me both, so I ain't even finna sit there and pretend like I'm a part of that circle or, or that lifestyle, per se, because I'm not. But I've seen enough. I've been around enough. I understand how it works. I know a lot of people laugh because I'm from a small little town or whatever, but I'm saying that Clinton, Kentucky ain't no different than Louisville, Kentucky. It's just y'all got more people. You know what I'm saying? People still do drugs in Clinton, Kentucky. People still do whatever they do. So I'm familiar with it. So that's what I'm saying. It's like everything got hot. He switches up. Now it's church in the streets and He's the ghetto politician and he's on the album covers looking like Winston Churchill or somebody. 
And I'm like, okay, I can't get down with this guy. But then all of a sudden, out of the blue, he brings Snowman back. Here's Trapper Die 3 and do this and do that. And I'm like, man, like who? Wh- which character are you now? And going back to the versus battle, to me, it was like for him, he was just putting on a performance because he knew he had a, a album dropping. Yeah. He, he got in the character. I seen some memes talking about why is he got on this black, you know what I'm saying? Like BMF don't even mess with you like that. Like, why are you playing this character? So I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he has to play that part now to make this versus battle look legitimate mm-hmm. he, he on a jersey last night too right yeah yeah he took it all the way back and that's what i'm saying like don't get me wrong don't get me wrong jeezy has some hits dog like endless yeah. hits yeah endless hits he didn't yeah, he didn't play uh, he didn't play as much as he could but like you say he definitely had uh, a lot of his. So I'm like, man, you man, you can't play both sides of the fence. So that's why I was just kind of biased going into it because I don't mess with a lot of his his new music because I'm just like, man, I can't take you serious. Whereas on Gucci's side, like I said before, I just I feel like he's been him. <laughs> right. That's just who he is, man. And a lot of people was like, I was uncomfortable. So how how did you feel when when the truth dropped? I'm thinking, why? <laughs> like, you know, you know, but then again, it's like, for me, it was like, why? But also, it seems like they had a conversation before, and Gucci said, if I can't do me, I'm not doing it. Yeah. You know, and then I think that's the thing with Gucci, it's kind of like, like you said, Gucci is him no matter what. You know, we he got in shape, you know, feeling great, everything else, but it's just like, shit, I'm still me. Uh, but also, you know, and as we do know, there's obviously real situations tied to that, though, too, so... And um, he stood on that. Exactly. And that's why I'm saying I'm like, people don't understand that this wasn't just a music beef. Like, this is a real life situation. And I don't understand why people don't don't grasp the concept of this man literally could have lost his life. And he said that in his music. If you go back and listen to the words, that's why I tell people like, you may not be able to sit through it, but if you actually give it a shot and listen to it, like a lot of these artists be saying some stuff. Now, whether it's hitting in mumble rap, like people like, I ain't going to say little baby mumble raps, but like his, his flow is different. Mm-hmm. But if you really listen to him, he's saying some real stuff. But going back to Gucci, it's like, dog, yeah, it was a diss record, but if you listen to it, He's telling you his story and how all this played out and that he literally could have died. Like somebody came to get this man. And for whatever reason, things went the way it went. And unfortunately, somebody was murdered behind it. I ain't laughing. Don't get me wrong. I'm sorry. I ain't laughing, but I'm saying somebody was murdered behind that. So if I know that you don't put a hit out on me or supposedly put a hit out on me, Anytime I see you, man, like, I ain't going to let my guard down. That's why people's like, why won't he sit down? Like, right. in my it's opinion. Like, it's like a forever person situation, you know, in general, you know, even though they, you know, agree to do something, you still really can't trust this person. So right. I mean, yeah, and, I, and I think that goes for anybody, no matter what situation, 
you've been or come from. That's just to me. That's the logic behind that. You know, I seen a joke online. Someone said he can't sit down because he got an AK in his in his jacket. You know, but look, you know, but real talk, real talk. I'm glad you said that because did you see any of the footage from after they all left? No. Well, I saw a picture of him posting a picture with uh QC uh Pete. So there's a video of Gucci. He's in the Rolls Royce truck. Somebody else is in a Rolls Royce behind him, but he's got security on both sides of the car with AK-47s. Okay. Like, everywhere he moved, people was, like, security was there, like, ready for anything to happen. And I'm saying that that shows you that even behind the cameras, like, to us and the rest of the world, like, this is a versus, they putting everything aside and this and that. But I'm like, bro, like, this is a real-life situation and this man is moving as such he never sat down in my opinion because it's like i don't know what's gonna happen what could happen but guess what you ain't gonna catch me slipping yeah and that's why if you see that video it's gonna it's gonna make its way around but i was sitting there looking i was like dude like he legit got people (laughs) walking beside his car he's driving he's walking beside the car I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna say he's driving. He, uh, they had the windows down. Either he was driving or he's in the back with the windows up. But the fronts wasn't tinted. So somebody was driving, of course. But he's got two people on the first car, driver and passenger, two people on the car behind it, driver and passenger. And all four of them got AK 47s. So it's like he walked into that battle, in my opinion. He won't smoke. Like, bro, like. Yeah. I legit could have lost my life. So when I heard the truth, I'm like, the battle was over for me at that point. I didn't care about none of the hits. I wanted to see Jeezy's reaction. And let me ask you this, in your opinion, uh, do you think that was a hard pill for him to swallow knowing that he played that? Or do you think he, he really was like, you know what, this is past me? I think it's still a hard pill to swallow. For me, for so you talking about for Jeezy, right? Yeah. So yeah, I think so. I definitely believe so. Just for the simple fact, whether he's passed, I think I saw him on the Breakfast Club this morning. He was talking to Charlemagne about you know just you know being a different person from 15 years ago, you know. But there's still conversations that him and he's will he's willing to have a conversation with Gucci today that he wasn't willing to have 15 years ago. So I definitely believe you know like he said he just wanted to keep it private and you know between them two. So. To answer your question, yeah, I think it is a tough, tough pill to swallow because also he kind of probably put his friend in that situation to lose his life. So if if he if he really did order that hit, then you're right. He gonna have to live with that forever. But it's like, man, he's rubbing it in your face, like yeah. gloating about it, and that's what I'm saying. Like Gucci is an animal, dude. <laughs> Gucci is an animal and it's like I don't know if you saw uh 21's live and stuff last night but it was like for that for that younger generation they was they was applauding Gucci and they was waiting for Jeezy to play Stay Strapped right and he did right and since he didn't now it's like ah man like nah, you a punk you a sucker but that's where the social media world is like Jeezy is a better man now. He's this, he's that. And I'm like, see, in my opinion, again, it was never about the music. So where right. some people was in there wanting to be entertained from 
a music standpoint, it was deeper than that. So for the people in Atlanta, and shout out to my boy Maceo. Hopefully I can get him on the line and we'll clarify what I'm getting ready to say. But for the people in Atlanta, it was like, we want to see his reaction. We want to see where this is going to go. Not per se somebody get injured. Of course, you don't want that. But it's like, this has been spewing for all this time. At some point in time, now the cup going to have to tip over. Right. And Jeezy right. <laughs> can sit on Breakfast Club all day long talking about uh, he's a changed man and talk about therapy all day long. But it's like, come on, bro. Like, that man literally could have lost his life. Yeah. But it's, it's definitely, it's like, and it's like you got them with like 1.6 million viewers, right? Something around that number last night. And it's, you know, so the, the internet saying the world sound like you said we are in Kentucky so in Atlanta like 21 Savage the younger generation that who grew up off that even the artists that came up under Gucci or even you know like us just coming up in general like you said they have a whole different viewpoint on it like oh shoot he's really playing a song performing a song less than 10 feet away from him like and, and stirred at him the whole time yeah and, so, and Jeezy never looked at that, man. And that's what I'm saying. And that's why I'm like, don't get me wrong. I'm not promoting violence. I'm all for growth and becoming a better person and, and maturing. But it's like we're talking about two street rappers. Why wouldn't I expect anything street to take place during this battle? Like at this point, you just delusional if you thought this was going to be hummingbirds and uh what's jeezy track the birds chirping dogs barking <laughs> i guess you would let him go over and play perform survivor and then uh black beetles right <laughs> and and i'm glad you brought that up because I, I know you press for time too i ain't gonna hold you on her too long but it's like even with that i think that's the part that i'm fascinated about because a track like black beetles to go where it went with that and to see Gucci finally getting his his credit, that's amazing to me. Like we talking about a almost twenty year career, and he's just now getting his flowers. So yeah. for people to criticize the man because he's up there talking about his jewelry and this and that, and I'm like, that's just who he's always been. Like, yeah. okay, now he's became super successful and he's enjoying the fruits of his labor and he's taking care of him, his wife. They, you know, these are just some of the nice things that come with that lifestyle. Like if any of us were to ever come across that kind of money, not saying that I'm going to go out and buy 10 Rolls Royce, but I'd be lying to you if I said I ain't going to enjoy the money. Right. So it's like, don't get me wrong. GZ did kill a man with, uh, <laughs> I own half of it. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, and I'm going to cut you off real quick, but I feel like, I mean, and I understand what you're saying, and I saw what people were saying on the internet, but to me, it's all about perspective. Like you said, it's a moment. It's a moment. You know, if we can, we can, I can run down a list of 15 artists that came up on the Gucci. You know, Gucci probably gets a percentage of what they make. He probably has his real estate. I don't know what the man has. You know what I'm saying? But like you said, in that moment, you know, even like the promo video he put out where he's running down the hill and talking about, Jeezy better not show with a dumbass outfit on or something like that, you know, or, or I ain't doing it. You know, right. we, knew Gucci, we knew Gucci was going to come, you know, dress dress for success in a moment like that. And sometimes it, it's easy for us, you know, even the black community or whatever, just to 
take a 15 second conversation between two individuals and be like, ah, man, Jeezy, Jeezy killed them with that line. Not really knowing what either one of them actually have. Right. I ain't, got, I, I ain't got what they have, you know what I'm saying? So, but I'll, I'm definitely striving to get it. So, right. And that's why I was like, man, look at the internet with all this positivity and, I'm glad he's being the bigger person and he's talking about real stuff. He's talking about ownership, y'all uh, materialistic. And this, and I'm like, wasn't the internet just arguing about Birkin bags a few weeks ago? Like, I can't take y'all serious. <laughs> I can't take y'all serious, man. Y'all was literally having a debate about Birkin bags. But now all of a sudden, Gucci can't talk about the fruits of his labor. But real quick, Real quick, man, I definitely appreciate you being on here. And that's why I, I tell people and for this podcast, and we can definitely revisit it. This is an open invitation to anybody that's listening to it. If y'all want to dive into the actual music, I'm open to that because I, I made my own top 20 list of the songs that I thought Gucci should have played. And a lot of people say that there was a whole bunch of stuff that Jeezy left off. And I agree, because at the end of the day, you cannot argue his hits. But it's like, that's the part that I didn't want to talk about right now, because I'm saying that, man, th this battle was bigger than music. Right. And that's the part that I, I wanted to, to clarify and speak on, because I'm like, man, some people don't understand that. And I ain't going to call different people out by name, because that'll be real Gucci-like. Uh, <laughs> that'll be real Gucci like and I ain't I ain't trying to go down that route but I'm just saying it's like certain people that I see post and say things it's like I can't take you serious because at the end of the day in my opinion you can't relate to that scene does that make sense yeah makes a lot of sense like it's some people that just enjoy the music but then you got some people who listen to that music and they apply it to their everyday lives. And it is motivational to them. Mm -hmm. It is inspiring or the way Gucci is aggressive and talk about stuff. Some people just conduct themselves that way. Like, right. Not saying that it's got to be violent, but just even if it's basketball, like I'm going to yeah. listen to Gucci and get hype. It's a, it's a form of confidence, though. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, that's but like I said, everything is basically perspective. That's how you interpret what you see amongst everything so i saw you know obviously i saw the battle too but to me it's like i know how i gotta maintain a certain level of what's the wrong look i maintain a certain level of respect on how i handle myself every day but i can listen to gucci when i go to the gym you know what i'm saying you know even back when we used to have a uh, hoop sessions on sunday you know that is it's how you look at it and but like you said there's some people out here to be like just whatever without making any real sense but and, you know, I don't know, but and that's the part that's the part that bothers me the most because it's like I sat up last night trying to I ain't gonna say defend the man because you really couldn't because in my opinion and real quick I'll I'll let you go after this it's, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. it's like I feel like Gucci took round one when he did the little the first disc record he set the tone. But then Jeezy came with so many haymakers, like back to back, back to back. And then Gucci went too underground. Like yeah. right there in the beginning, he went too underground for me. But then right there in the middle, I felt like that's when when Gucci got off the ropes and he started punching back. Yeah. And then by that time, 
Jeezy has had played so many old hits that to me, in my opinion, it started getting watered down. Like, all right, we, we know you got these old hits. Play something that's going to energize me, like get more current. And that's why when Gucci's like, man, we tired of listening to this old stuff, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, man, these classics, these classics. And I get technically that's what the verses is supposed to be about. But like I said, for me, I was viewing it for a whole different reason. So then that's when Gucci drops the back to back. This is with the with the truth and 745 and Jeezy just kept on with whatever he was doing. And then towards the end, when Gucci does lemonade and all of that, that's when I felt like, OK, now it's getting juicy. But by then it was it was too late. Yeah, and and that's, that's perfect how you just set that up because it's kind of like what you said. When Gucci came out, he was, as you use the term, he was going so underground, but these underground records are so powerful in Atlanta. You exactly, exactly. But if you're not from Atlanta it, or if you wasn't tuned in back then, you thinking, what, what, you know, what is he playing? That's what you had yourself <laughs> watching. It, you know, what am I watching? Ah, man, he he sucks, man. Jeezy, Jeezy, Jeezy's killing him. But Jeezy's playing that. Here, I'm gonna, give, I'm gonna give you what the label put a million dollars behind, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and kill you real quick. Exactly, and that, and that's so. the most important part. And we'll, we'll leave it there because, like I said, I'm pretty sure once people listen to this, people are gonna respond to me or shoot me some texts and stuff. And it's open mic for this. We can definitely have multiple parts on it. But it's like, come on, bro, like. Jeezy had money behind him on top of whatever money he did or didn't make, quote unquote, under the table. But he had a record label behind him. Mm-hmm. Gucci legit got his out the mud. And then when he came from prison and he did the little record with Drake, it's, it's been history ever since. Yeah. Like, I, I ain't going to sit there in front as if them records with Drake didn't definitely help elevate him. But he's still putting out back to back bangers mm-hmm. like come on dog. that's what i'm saying man people got to put some respect on his name definitely but i'm gonna give i'm gonna give jeezy the credit jeezy won the battle but it's like people was like man he washed him it's a landslide and i'm like nah bro if you ask anybody who's from atlanta that battle was closer than what people really want to want to put it right. out there right like I said, you know, like you said, I know you said it's gonna be another conversation, but for me, it's kind of like just from a music standpoint. When I look at Gucci, man, I think of Zay Token, you know, exactly. Producer. You know, I think of Mike Will made it. I think of Metro Boomback. So, like, I even like I remember watching an episode of the Pull Up by Joe Button, and he had a, a little baby on that, and little baby was talking about, you know, I think Gucci's still mad at me because you know, little baby decided to sign with QC, which QC was the guy that came on stage and kind of. Tap Gucci on the shoulder when he uh accepted the olive branch that Jeezy put out. That's right. Like, like that's pictures online or whatever. So, you know, Jeezy has the Migos, who also Gucci discovered. You know, so it's just That's what I'm saying. Know, it's, it's it's like when, to, I know, when I know that, it's like, oh, okay. Right. And it's like it's, it's I ain't mean to cut you out, but it's like it's it's bigger than those tracks that they put right. out there last night. Like, who is the pioneer for that area? There you go. That's the word right there. Pioneer. And I'm saying that, come on, dog. Like, Gucci's hands is in that pot, man. Literally. Like, I understand they trappers, but his hand is in that pot, for real. That is uh, bumping uh, OJ the Juice Man. Hey! <laughs> right, right. When when that came on, I was just like, you know what, dog? This is where this is where he, he's making his comeback. And it was just like the whole energy went from everybody's nervous, 
because he played the disc records to now. All right, okay. All right, now we can get back to enjoying the battle again. Right, okay, okay, we can, we can, we can. <laughs> But real quick, real quick, and you brought up Zaytoven, and I thought his Instagram post was very inspiring because his post, I don't know if you saw it, it was like from Mama's Basement to the biggest stage, and it's a picture right. of him and Gucci. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying it's like, dude, they go hand in hand. Like, yeah. you don't get one with, without the other. And we definitely got to make sure Drama's name is in there because he was played a, a great role in both of their careers, too. So appreciate you being on here, man. We definitely going to have to we definitely going to have to finish this. No competition. Amisha Coastal. Yeah, I feel so high. I feel so live. My body's in the twine.